0: Hello, people. Welcome to Slate Talk Show. I'm your host, Rich, and today we have a guest again from Virginia. You know, Chris Powell coming all, you know, calling me all the way from Virginia. How you doing? How are you doing, Chris? How are you doing today, man?
1: I'm doing good, man. How are you doing?
0: Man, I'm doing fine. I'm doing really, really good. Now, I knew when I called you yesterday, or no, I think that was two days ago, and I was like, look, man, today we're going to be talking about LeBron James getting his 4-3. It's not mm-hmm. happening. It's not happening. I don't know what happened, but clearly, I can clearly see Danny, Danny Green was open. He had to make that shot. He was open. That was the right play. Now, I've heard people in the U.S. talking crazy right now about LeBron James, and I'm talking about the haters because they're talking like LeBron James should have gone all the way, go to the basket, at least drag the foul, and get to the free program. What do you think about that?
1: It's, it's funny how people say that in hindsight. But if Danny Green would have hit that shot, that would have been a legendary shot. And to me, I hate the whole argument, well, Jordan would have did this Jordan. No. In certain situations, Jordan passed it to Paxton in 93. Well, the, shot, the final shot was Paxton. 97, the final shot was, was Steve Kerr. And then people fail to realize LeBron's in the same spot, similar to Jordan in, in, in 98. And game five versus Utah, where Ku Coach missed the game winning shot and Chicago had was forced to go back to Utah for game six. It's eerily similar. Where not in the sense of as far as you know LeBron getting triple teamed, but more so in the fact that, you know, he trusted in Ku Coach to hit that shot and he and he missed it. So I think it is the right play because at the end of the day, he was triple team, and and maybe the fact of maybe Danny Green getting that shot might have been the thing. But that's the thing about it: where a shooter's gonna shoot. I understand like he struggled; he's been mightily struggling from the three point line. I, if I'm them, I probably would have had somebody like a KCP who's was, who was you know um who essentially was you know hitting shots in that game. I think that would have been perfect. Um, I'm not trying to say that he would have had the game win a shot, but I probably would have trust KCP a little bit more because of course he's been in that but he, but Danny Green's a shooter, and shooter's going to shoot, and hey, he you know it didn't happen, but you know and, and really the hindsight of it all is they still had the opportunity to win that game. oh it yeah, that's Morris who threw the ball away. People yeah. fail to realize that's essentially the, the play that ended this game. Essentially, him throwing a ball because he, if he would have threw it in the right spot, they could have won that game. And the thing is, he threw it out of bounds. They had plenty of time after the rebound to to create a shot or create an opportunity.
0: But you – I get, I get what you say. I get what you say, Chris. But at the same time, um, I'm not critiquing. I think the play was good. Now um, – what, you know, my issue, you see, my issue with LeBron right there is you're two feet away from the basket. You've got two or three guys, you know, small size against you. You will get the foul there. You get to the free throw line. You two point down, you can finish that off and go on defense, make a stop and go back and win the game. That's one. Now, you go back to Danny Green. It's wide open. Yes, it's wide open. But at least... You had you were two feet away from the basket to make that. Do we not make an argument here that that was the miss opportunity there, right there? You know, from LeBron James.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're really from a from a standpoint to be devil's advocate, you're you're right as well. Well, and we looked at LeBron because he was aggressive the last couple of minutes of this game, where he was getting to the line and you know and get you know so you and that's the thing where. That's what makes Miami in a weird way. Like, it, that's what make, this is, like, how you win games. Because, essentially, Miami was like, okay, well, we're just going – we're going we to let somebody else beat us. If – like, Miami would have probably would have found solace in the fact that, hey, if Danny Green hit us with a game-winning shot, who a guy who would shoot 23%, if he wins a game – if he wins this game and we lose series, we'll live with that. But with LeBron James, if he would have been, if he would have took that shot, and you know, as far as I'll be aggressive and winning on a free throw, and that's the weird, that's the thing about Miami when you look at it from that standpoint, where it's like they in that in that possession they played, you know, chess where everybody else was playing checkers, where the Lakers playing checkers, where he it fell into Miami's hand, where hey. We're just going to collapse on LeBron and then mm. LeBron will pass and he'll pass to a guy who was shooting
0: 23%. Mm. Like I you think, said, yeah. Mm. I, I think what they of your um, LeBron J has 40. I mean, he, he, I'm looking at the start right now 40, yeah. 13, yeah. 7. So that's big time. You have AD, 28, 12, 3. Now, I'm looking those two start. If I don't know the score, if nobody gives me the score, I'm thinking the Lakers won the game. Now, You're looking at Jimmy Butler, you're playing 47 minutes, 35, 12, 11. I mean, is that just that? I mean, today I was talking to people, I was talking to some of my friends. I was like, I think seven assists, I don't think that was good enough because LeBron James, you know, the past few series averaged about 35 points, just about 10, 11 assists, and he was about to close the deal. I think you need to get those guys involved in game six. What do you think about that?
1: Uh, and 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 like you said, it's funny because I looked at that game five was well, he essentially put him on their back, and then essentially when it was time to win it, and that's I think that's where essentially the criticism kind of comes into play, where you look at the situation, and you're like, well, you you literally there was a lot of a lot of plays in this game where he willed this team to be in that position because really, this game really wasn't. Close per se, like I mean, Miami was really controlled the game from the, from the start, and you know, obviously, Lakers had runs here and there, with spearheaded by LeBron James, and they were able to come come back. That you know, Miami would always have a counter punch. Uh, Duke Robinson did a great job, but I mean, a part of me at this point, like, and, and, and it goes to your to your argument as well, where he's in a lose lose situation. Like to me, even if he was to a point like. If he had, you know, twenty five, nine, and, and ten, if he was on the verge of a triple double, we would have looked at him and was like, "Well, you know, well, should he get people involved? Yeah, he should get people involved, and and people were involved, but it's just some guys just were not hitting their shots, and that's the thing. Where now, do you rely on a guy? Do is like, do you look at Danny Green if he's presented with that same opportunity or any other guy? If they're in the same spot tomorrow night. What you know? So you know you. It, it's almost to a point where it's weird because you, you're at a point now where if I'm LeBron James, I'm like, I'm just gonna have 50 tomorrow night, and I'm just I, gonna win this team. Exactly. Because you yeah. do not want to go into a game seven.
0: No, most definitely. And, and
1: if you gotta, and, and if you can potentially get Drogic back, which I don't know if he can come back, but to me, you don't you don't want to go to a game seven. You. They're going to have to play this game essentially like it's their last game, period. Because I can ask if they take, if they force it to a game seven, this is not good.
0: You know what? You know what? Something that I I noticed yesterday, obviously, I was watching Jimmy Butler. I mean, he dropped 35, 12, 11. I mean, that's big time. Now, you're looking at somebody like Jimmy Butler, you know. he doesn't, he doesn't have that consistency. What I mean by that, okay, he scored, It dropped 40 last time. This time he's scoring, you know, 35. I just don't think that's Jimmy Butler games to come back on Sunday and make that type of impact. I just can't see that. I mean, I watched him just after the just after post-game interview. I mean, the guy, he could move about. I mean, obviously, he spent, you know, he spent about 47 minutes on that floor. I can see that. But I can't see him, you know... Dragging, you know, the whole Miami Heat on his back again on Sunday. How how do you see how do you see that game going on Sunday?
1: If if there's any other player in this league that I, that could, could potentially have a repeat of performance, I would probably bet everything on Jimmy. I think he's just he's it's to me. I think it's, it's beyond the physical for him. It's mental. I think it's he he has surpassed his physical abilities, and it's I think it's just really a a, a it just it's, – it's, it's, it's the mentality of this team. Mm. And that's the beauty of it all, where, like you said, he – yeah, he looks hobbled and everything, and he looked – yeah, he looked defeated. He looked mm. defeated. And and the fun thing about it was he looked like that four or five days ago in game three. And you see how he kind of – how he came back and bounced back even after that performance in game three mm. and winning this team. And that's why part of me is like he could – and the, and the beauty thing about it is, that's what's scary about it all because he if if this series gets the limit, we only it's, it's only you can do this within seventy two hours. The, the season's the season gonna be over within the next seventy two hours or so. And yeah. you think to yourself, I can I can I can power through.
0: Yeah, most of. through most. Of.
1: And that's why that's and that's why another thing where I look at it. Is, the first thing I said when when the, when the buzzer went off yesterday, Lakers in trouble. <laughs> They're in trouble.
0: Oh, most definitely. Now, yeah. I need to tell me – you need to tell me what's your prediction for Sunday game. Now, I tell you mine. Mine is, you know, I think LeBron is closing that whole thing tomorrow. I don't think – he want to have that confetti tomorrow. He want to have his ring tomorrow. It's done. What's your prediction for tomorrow game?
1: Yeah. Okay. It's 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 always a classic battle, head versus heart. My heart was a game seven because obviously we have a game seven, and then you think about how unprecedented Tuesday would be, where we would have a NFL game on a Tuesday, and then a game seven of the NBA Finals on in October. Mm-hmm. So these are all this these will be two unprecedented indicative of what twenty twenty really is. Mm-hmm. But my head is – there's no way. Because if they – I'll put it this way. they got to have to close it out. They have no – they they cannot play this Miami Heat team and force <laughs> a game seven. That would be – that – you – no. LeBron got to mm, okay. close it out. He got to close it out. He got – tomorrow night has got to be the night. Okay. Tomorrow night is is – I know he claimed, I think, what was it? Game four was like one of his biggest games in career. Yeah. This is going to be the biggest game of his, of, of his, of this year for him going um, forward. Like, um, game six, he's got to take, this, this, this series got to be over by Sunday. It's got to be over.
0: Oh, I man. Can't,
1: I can't see them winning in seven.
0: That's cool. That's cool. Okay. Uh, now, let's just assume that tomorrow I close the game, okay? Uh, I've been listening what people are saying in America, and, uh, and need, you, need you need to help me out here, Chris, to be honest with you. I just don't know what's the hate about LeBron James, okay? You know, us here in Europe, you know, we have football, you know, your football, soccer, you know, you guys call soccer over there. You know, we used to have legend. you know, playing soccer, like the Pele, like the Maradona. I mean, today's game, we have the Ronaldo, we have the Messi, you know what I mean? But we do not, we love those guys of today. Just like the way we used to love the guys back in the day, the legend and all that. We do not put them against each other all the time. Now, when you go in America and, you, you know, you talk about LeBron, you're going to find people, you know, loving Michael Jordan, pushing back on LeBron all the time. Now, you need to tell me, what's that type of hate people have over there for LeBron James? I, honestly, I I don't,
1: I don't understand it. To a part of me, to me, I think honestly, the crux of it, I call it the underlying issue of why people its I think it's just a form of jealousy. I think the thing is, and it's and I and that's the thing too, where I really have shied away from doing the LeBron MJ uh comparison because to me, there are different eras, and then certain things LeBron couldn't do in Michael's era versus MJ would do in his present day. Um, I just look at those two guys as evolu- they they evolutionize the sport. Um, the situation, like with LeBron, I think the, the thing with LeBron is people hate on him because, in the simple fact, because of just people are so attached to what they've seen from the past. I think the thing with LeBron is is just because he's powerful. He's such he he's such a influencer in so many different ways. Like now, and I think and it's funny I did a podcast this morning. And remember how the decision from 2010. And that's really where it all stems from where people were hating on him, hating him for that. Mm. But at the same token, that's unprecedented. Because at the time, players really essentially didn't have as much power as they do present day where – they can change their narratives and go to these, you know, go to, they can decide where they they control the narrative. Mm. You know, like when he did a decision, people was killing it, but I'm like, why? Like to me, he made a decision and and it was great. It was a great show. It was a great show. So I couldn't be mad because I was one of the ones who consumed the program. So Mm. it's, I think it's just jealousy because it's just, because it's a power because he has power. And you just look at it now from even just how people, uh, um, and that's the thing too. I think once he had his power and did what he had to do because at once a point, once a point in his career, he just wanted to be liked by everybody. And then he realized that's like all of us. We get to a point in our lives when we make moves or we do certain things, or certain things happen to us. We really, really, we see the true, we see the light, and we see the, the true intent for people. And when he was at a point where he flexed his power, people downed him. And that's what it was. Yeah, mm. it's jealousy. It's huge yeah. jealousy.
0: I, I think that's pretty – I think it makes sense what, what you're saying. Because I'm looking at his – I'm looking at his, uh, his full career right now. I mean, the guy we talk about, well, you know, he won where. He won, he won at Miami. Yeah. Uh, he won two at Miami. Then he went to Cleveland, won one over there. Is about to close one with the Lakers. So, three different franchises is killing. Like, all the stuff right now is doing. I mean, he, he, what he's doing right now, it should be love around in America. But I just don't get that hate that goes on out there. Now, in your own mindset right now, if you win that thing, where do you rank him right now?
1: Um, as far as ranking, I will always I will always say he's the best player in this generation. I will always say that regardless. Rocket. Uh now ranking I don't I don't I, I'm not going to put him like it, uh, put him in between like the Jordan or whatever cuz what he's doing is something entirely in a different way where mm-hmm. him winning three titles with three different teams is impressive. And that's all indicative of what he has done because in the previous area, era most guys stay where they were. So this is a situation. And then, you know, LeBron has, say, personnel-wise as far as who to bring in. So a lot of people blame him for that. No. he He's able to write his narrative. That's what makes him successful because he created his own success. Mm. So that's why people are so upset because, I mean, just like if someone gets mad at you, because say hey, I want to do this in my life. I want to. I I want to create opportunities for this, that, and the third. I, I want to have a type of team that I know I can win a championship with, mm-hmm. and that's what it is. And I I ranking, I he will also ultimately go down as one of the NBA greats. He will probably go down as, to me, in my personal opinion, a top five. And obviously, I guess, with a simple fact, I was able to watch his career from start to finish. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be higher on my level because obviously. He's the same age as me, so I've seen him since he was a junior in high school to present day. Versus yes. Jordan, I was somewhat more in the tail end of his career because obviously, uh, you know, as far as I didn't really start watching sports until like the late to the about mid '90s. Mm-hmm. So, to me personally, as as a 35 year old, he he ranks up top. He he ranks one of the top. it's, it's you know, as far as when I look at. Jordan, Kobe, guys, who I've seen careers, pretty much from start to finish. Mm -hmm. I mean, I will give you know as far as Jordan's always going to be, he's going to be there. But guys, who who I've seen from high school up into now, it's 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 like him and Kobe.
0: Yeah, and, and, they're, that's,
1: they're, yeah. And, and they're and and they have their own special place.
0: Oh, most definitely, man. That's that's really well said. So, you know, good luck to LeBron. You know, good luck definitely to LeBron. And I think definitely tomorrow he's gonna close that game and win his fourth ring anyway. Okay, now let's just move on to the NFL, man. This is big time right now, and if I love NFL, man, you know, we haven't talked about that for a while, you know, but we need to come back to that. So today I need to touch a little bit more on quarterback, you know. I mean, me, when you talk about NFL, you know, I don't come, you know, I don't wake up in the morning and say, I'm going to go and watch NFL game and watch the defense. It's always about the quarterback, man. I love watching quarterback plays. Now, one guy we need to talk about first thing first is Dak Prescott, man. You know, overall, after the four games, right now, we talk about, you know, 1,690 yards, you know, nine touchdowns, three interception. He has a rating of 102. I mean, come on, please. Yeah. They need to pay the guy right now. Yeah. What, do you, what do you think about that, man? They need to pay that dude right now. I think he wants the money now. I just hey, don't know what's going on over there. in
1: Because what happens is, this is what happens with people. Like you said, people don't look at, like you said, the statistical with him. People just look at that one and three record. But a part of me is like, okay, they're one and three because their defense cannot, cannot stop a nosebleed. I see it. And essentially, and then what kills me with people is like, well, he getting those numbers because they playing behind. Well, that's what happens. What do, you, what, do you, what do you, expect if you like like in his case, they were down fourteen to forty one last week. What you thought he it didn't? They got to they got it up to down to three. Where do you think they came from? They you, they right.
0: Yeah, but you know what, uh, Chris, Can oh, yeah. I can I can I can I give you an argument here? Mm-hmm. I don't mind. I don't mind. Yeah, I don't mind that pressure to get his money, but why he has to be behind to put those yards the way he's doing right now? That's the thing I don't get. Why don't he? Why don't he just start hot just like that? Because I just don't know. Is he McCarthy? Is he not doing the job that he's supposed to do? I mean, Wait. from what I heard, from what I heard, obviously. It's I, a defense. It's not the defense mostly. It's a defense.
1: All right. it's, it's, yeah, because essentially the defense can't can hold a nosebleed like even even in the game they won against Atlanta, they were down pretty much the whole game, and essentially yeah with that so, he had good stats against the Rams where they were in a close game with that, then they win against Atlanta. And then Seattle, it was a track meet, where essentially, I, that once again, where the defense just kept on, and he, he was playing behind that as well. And they had an opportunity to win that game. And then the Cleveland game, where, I mean, they were down by 28 points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and he wheeled them just about back. I think they scored, what, about 21 straight, mm-hmm. and then ultimately Cleveland finished it out. And it's it's really – I actually really want to see – them hold people on defense. That's the really thing. It's like and they and they just playing from behind because mm-hmm. essentially, and, and it's just the defense that's just really is like is really holding holding this team down. Not holding it down, but make you know as far as bringing them down, not holding them down, but bringing them down.
0: But Chris, can I also argue about yeah. something here? You know, most teams, especially in NFL, what I've seen uh, happening over there is, you know, when the offense is clicking, you know, defense is taking that energy and play well as well. Do you think maybe that's what's happening right now in Dallas where because the offense is a bit static, basically they're not doing as much in the first half, you know, and then the defense does not have that energy to come back and make the stuff that they need to do. Maybe that's how that's why they're having those issues right now. I mean that I mean that's that's my argument. I feel I I, I just feel like maybe that need be more aggressive, you know, as soon as he hit that floor, man. You know, what I mean it can't wait to be pointed down to go and put those out. You know, you just can't do that. You have to you have to be spot on from the beginning. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, am I am I crazy here? When and that's I the
1: thing, well, because they and that's the thing. We and and the fun thing about it, we just haven't seen it yet. So it's yeah, I mean that is definitely something that's plausible, which yeah, if we can see this team be aggressive from the start then yeah, I mean, these, like you said, you won't have to worry about these situations where you're, you know, you're behind, especially in those two games, Cleveland and, and Atlanta. Um, you know, coincidentally, where they where they were played behind for for the, all of the game, essentially. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, like you said, if they become aggressive from the jump, yeah, it could, uh, you know, it could definitely be a, it could, it could, it could be a potential difference.
0: Okay. Uh... I mean, I think the next game, they're playing the giant the next game. I think they will yeah. smoke them easily. So, I mean, they I do not... They, I tell you right now, they do not want to lose that game. They do not want to lose that game. That will not go good, you know, with Jerry Jones and the family and all that. So, that's going to go crazy. Okay. Now, let's move on to Cam Newton. Now, usually when somebody has coronavirus, you will just go out there and you know, reach them. Okay, guys, you know, you know, hope you get well and... And you know, hope you come back safe and healthy and all that. But man, Cam Newton with coronavirus right now, look like he's gonna get pay, man, for what's happening. You know what I mean? I, I, yeah. This is good news, you know. After what I've seen against the Chiefs, you know, uh, the last game against the Chiefs, you know, Patriot against the Chiefs, you can tell now. If I'm if I'm the Patriot right now, I'm calling Cam Newton and put the contract right now on his – you know, put the money on his pocket right now. What, what, am I going crazy here? Or do you think – how, how do you think about that?
1: Oh, I definitely like Cam Newton. I think it's just it's, it, it just brings that type of dynamic um, offense to that team where the beauty thing about him is, you know, they can always find different wrinkles and different ways to use him offensively. And I think even you can tell even in the uh, Patriots game where, you know, the defense looked great but the offense just you know they just didn't um it, you know they didn't really come to play and then another thing with Tim too where you know him being um having the coronavirus and then Stefan Gilmore on their defense side there their cornerback and so it's going to be very interesting going forward with this team like as far as um I think they I think the Patriots played Monday night now mm-hmm. I think they they've moved their game to Monday night so that's going to be interesting. I, I doubt if Cam Newton's going to play. Okay, he uh, probably won't play. So that's another thing where, hmm. uh, yeah, I definitely think he deserves it. Where if 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 it's going to be a, it's going to be a situation where hey, if, uh, yeah. if 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 the pages don't want him, somebody's going to get him. I think he's put enough.
0: I'm, most he, I think, definitely, yeah, yeah. But I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking at stats right now. I mean, 714 yards, two touchdowns, two interception. That's a rating of 89.7 okay, Chris, this is not going to give you the Super Bowl, right? This is not going to be a Super Bowl. I think it can give you maybe one or two games, you know, in the playoff, but I don't think it's going deep into playoff right now. Especially, you know, they don't have uh, – I'm talking about a receiver, and he doesn't have anybody to, to to you know, to throw the ball with right now. So, I think unless they can bring some more people in there to help him out, you know, I can't see them making some noise in the playoff, you know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, let's see what's going to happen there. Okay, now let's move on to Dwayne Haskins. Would you say that's your hometown over there? Uh, in it's my Washington. quarterback, most definitely, man. Now I feel really bad for the young boy. You know, being benched. You know, after what he's done. You know, I mean, right now Washington is a mess. You know, I know Ron. I know Ron is a good coach. You know, he seems to be. He seems to know exactly what he's doing, but he's not trusting the boy now, and uh, I feel bad. As far as I'm concerned, I think Dwayne Haskins right now need fresh air. He need to go elsewhere, you know, to start his career right now because otherwise he will be a boss in NFL. What do you think about the situation? What's going on in Washington? And what's funny about all this?
1: And and, and it's, it's really frustrating, especially being a, as a Washington football fan and Washington football team fan. It's it's deja vu all over again. This is really this is RG three two point where I the thing with and I think and I, like I said I do think like I agree with you as far as him getting a getting a fresh start somewhere is going to be really good for him. He, he and this is another thing where two things have two things that really have failed him. The organization has failed him as far as getting him playmakers and what have you, and then the owner essentially drafting a guy that no one wants because essentially the really reason why he's there, because I think his, I think Daniel Snyder's son went to school with Dwayne Haskins, his son went to school with Dwayne Haskins. Okay. And, and, and he likes him from a personal standpoint, almost similar to like RG3 where they looked at RG3 was, Oh, well, I like what he's doing every Saturday night at at, at Baylor, we just want to bring him in. And at that time, the Shanahan regime, they they didn't want him, but they found a way to kind of, you know, to get him, you know, that, that first, that first year, what have you. But I think the same thing goes here where I think he's in another situation where even, you know, the, the previous administration, Jay Gruden and Kevin O'Connell, those guys didn't want him either. And I'm, Definitely now leaning towards thinking that Scott Turner and Ron Rivera and you know those guys did don't want him as well. Um, I just think it's just and I and I just feel bad for him. I just like you know I I, and I I do think that he's gonna be okay. Like you know as far as being in this league and and could do something somewhere else. And he just has to have a coach that believes in him. Uh, It's almost similar to like a guy like a Josh Rosen, which. You know where Arizona drafted him, traded up to get him. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, which is the bizarre thing, and then they got rid of him after one year, and then he went to Miami. Then they drafted Tua Tagovailoa. He gets released. Now he's in Tampa as a practice team quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, you know with Bruce Arians and the guys in Tampa Bay. So I just, I just think he's, I think he just got a raw deal from the start. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think it's just it did. my thing is you didn't provide him with guys you know as far as playmakers. I mean I do like Terry McLaurin. I like um, you know guy Kelvin Harmon who who was who was injured to start the season. So he's um, he's been out you know as far as he he got hurt in the summer. But we don't have no like bona fide leadership as far as like you know veteran latent guys on the offense. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Part of me, I, I understand the business of the league, you know, we are in a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately type of league where, you know, you could, you know, like us. Three weeks ago, this this young man was given a a riveting halftime speech that that led us to our first victory in, in opening day. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting here four weeks later, and he's a third-string quarterback. He's going to be in street clothes tomorrow night, tomorrow, tomorrow yeah. in the Rams, yeah. which it's – it's, that's just the nature of the business, and I and Dwayne's gonna be a guy that's gonna be another one of those guys in in, in my Washington football pantheon that I'm gonna root for. I'm always gonna be a champion for him because I I know at the end of the day he had he didn't get a fair shake.
0: Mm. You know what? It's funny because right now um, you look at Washington, obviously. Um, I mean, they're not playing well; and they're losing games and all that. Maybe they have an eye on uh, that young quarterback coming from college. You know the boy from uh, Clemson. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you can get, I mean, if you can manage to get that pick, I mean, um, I, I think that would be a really good upgrade. I tell you right now, you will forget doing high skin in a heartbeat as soon as if you can pick up that uh, if you pick up that uh, draft pick anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, now let's just move on to uh, Tom Brady. Um, I mean, Tom Brady is killing at the moment uh, with Tampa Bay. But now, you know, what happened, obviously, a couple of days ago, about him losing tracks of down and all that, everybody went crazy. Now, we all know he used to play for New England Patriots. You know, the discipline, you know, they don't make mistakes. You know, there were so many things over there where, you know, there was nothing to worry about. Now, he's going to a new situation. He need to learn that new offense. You know, he need to understand everybody around him. I'm like, okay, it happened. Okay, no big deal. But like everybody went crazy, you know. Um, network all over US went crazy because of that. Yep. Is that really a big deal in the US? Yeah,
1: I think so. Yeah, especially for a guy like him. I mean, a guy who is we consider one of the best quarterbacks of all time, a six-time, a six-time NFL Super Bowl champion. For him to miss what down it is. Yes. Like, <laughs> and yeah. And, and what, and what killed it was he didn't put the onus on himself. That's another thing where he didn't, he blamed it on other things besides himself. Yeah. Because you think about it, that's a, that's a game where especially, and it, that game could come back and haunt them. I mean, you look at it now with the bears or what they're four. Is they're four and one, Yeah, that four and one, and then you're what three and two. You guys might be in somewhat of a in a a playoff, you know. Could be, you know, as far as playoff seating down the road, Mm. and you, you know, and you're thinking you're on third down, and you're you know, and and, and, and you're throwing, you know, you're thinking you're third down and in all likelihood it's a fourth down. Like, to that let me know the sense of urgency. Yeah, because that's essentially how they lost the game. So yeah, this was a. A huge deal, especially coming from him. Mm. I mean a, a young guy we would have killed him. Per se not in the killer, but but just as far as we would have ridiculed him. Oh
0: yeah. But this
1: if a Tom but if a Tom Brady makes a miscue like that, oh yes, that's that's like a cardinal sin.
0: But Chris, I, I I mean those guys have a mic, right? You know, they're talking to the OC or they're talking to the coach. I mean, is that not is that not the type of this, you know is that not type of chat that they have together? Like to remind you know the quarterback where he's at and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I mean there's so yeah. much going on. I mean I, I'm looking at the NFL. I'm looking especially you know you looking at the snap count, you know, and all that the offense. You know how to read the game, read defense. I mean. This is reason why they have those mic, right, so that they can communicate with the OC. So why you wouldn't put that to the OC guy then? Why we wouldn't talk to the OC, talking to him? Why we're we not talking? Why we're we not putting that responsibility to the OC guy, talking to, um, you know, talking to uh, to Tom Brady? Why are we putting all down to Tom Brady? Why is that? I just that's the part that I don't get.
1: Yes, and that's the thing where you think to yourself, okay. Like and then you can see it on the field, like you can see it not on the field, but like on the Mm sidelines where there's yard markers, and you 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 can see that they said fourth down and fourth and whatever the distance is, and like and that's not like and that's why he's getting ridiculed like he is because he's he's been through it all, like he's been. This is his twenty first season in his league. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. he's the like this man can read defenses. He knows where your opposing safety is doing, what your linebacker is doing, what your cornerback is doing. He's a savant. He's a he he's a he's a student of the game. And mm-hmm. for him not to know some as minuscule as a that type of intricate detail, it really looks bad for him. It you know, really, really looks bad for
0: him. You, you know what, Chris? I think I think you, American, are too harsh with, uh, with your top <laughs> athlete, I have to say, man. I mean, I'm looking at that NFL. I'm looking special quarterback. He has to process too much information. I'm talking, first of all, that O-line. He need to check his O-line, make sure that they're him properly. Then he need to check his receiver, where they're going. And then he need to figure out how to you know, how to play about with those those defenders or Russia coming at him. And all that, you need to also know where you're standing on the field. I think that's a bit harsh, man, you know, to kill somebody just because of that. Okay, I get that. You know, because of that, they lost the game. But come on, man, you have to move on and wait for the next game. Anyway, let's just move on to the next guy here right here. I'm actually jumping to the bandwagon right now for him to be the MVP for this season. I think Russell Wilson will be the MVP, man. If you can keep up that pace right now, he will be the MVP. For me, right now, if the NFL stop right now, he's getting that MVP vote for me. What do you think?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think what he's doing is incredible, and now you're looking at it, because it's funny, the the whole offseason banter was let Russ Cook in theory let him take full control of his offense, and you're seeing now that you know that hashtag coming to fruition, and he's really taking advantage. I think he's had two, at least two games, of having at least five touchdown passes. So, oh, yeah. um, you know, so I know against Dallas, and I forgot who was the other team he uh, went against that he had five touchdowns. Yeah, I think what Russell um, Wilson is doing is, is, is phenomenal. I think, especially you know, this is considering in fact, just the evolution of him where we've you know back in the days when he, you know, first got there and, you know, that was a a defensive dominated squad. Um, You had the LOBs and then, you know, um, with that, you know, so then, you know, the evolution of him somewhat, you know, being this athletic quarterback and this have you, and now Hmm. being unleashed and being, you know, being a dual threat type of quarterback that, you know, that has full range and a full you know, and, and 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 full tools, tools as far as you know, having him being able to you know, utilize all his gifts. You know
0: so, what? Yeah. yeah, you know what, Chris. I've, I feel, I feel like you know this season, or maybe probably at the beginning of season, he mm-hmm. wash he wash Pat Mahomes did what it, you know what he did against. Uh, what uh, was against uh the 49 yeah. pretty pretty much went to Pete Carroll office and said, Look, man, you, you you better give me the ball as well and I can make things happen just like that dude did last year. And I think that's the reason why Pete Carroll handed him over the playbook right now. He's I mean the guy what he's doing right now is crazy. I mean, I, I just I just can't believe that. Now let's just move on to the last one here. We need to talk about that's Baker Mayfield, man. Now the Cleveland Brown, man. I think now they know what type of team they should be. I mean, we're talking about, you know, run-pass action, run-pass action, you know, throw the ball. They're protecting Baker Mayfield Baker. now. And all the playmakers, you know, are doing the job that they're supposed to do. I mean, those guys, have, my pick right now is for Cleveland, obviously, to go all the way to the playoffs. What do you think about that situation over there at Cleveland?
1: Yeah, Honestly, it's about damn time. Cleveland has Cleveland, ha- and I tell people, Cleveland has had talent. The thing is, now everything is coming to fruition, and I'm, I'm and I'm literally low key happy for Cleveland because at this point, you gotta sit down, and you think about it. They got the weapons now. Especially now they strengthen their offensive line, especially with the acquisition of um getting Jack Conklin on the right side and then also bringing in um the the one they G- 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 tiles, um j j Wills.
0: Um
1: at the the rookie. So they shored their tackles, their right and left tackle spot. And you know, and, and now you said like you had two guys that can run that has been in this league that has that are perennial thousand yard rushes in Nick Chubb and um and Kareem Hunt. Could, yeah. And the thing now is they now they develop the identity, um, and then you know seeing it firsthand um, two weeks ago uh, when they played my beloved Washington football team, where you see where you know, um, and that game is a little different where uh, Washington did st- st- you know stop them um, you know as far as on the running game because I think they only gave up maybe a hundred and. 10, 15-something yards, mm. and, you know, they forced f- five turnovers. But, like, in the Dallas situation last week where they ran over 300 yards rushing, and that's another thing where they look at it where – and I think now you realize, hey, well, Baker doesn't have to be the 500 – you know, 500-yard throwing like he did Oklahoma or be this gunslinger who we think he is. Yeah. Well, he can – he can, you know – Cause I think even in that Cowboy game, he had like a hundred and seventy something passing yards. So yeah. I'm like, you look at that, and they have a game that travels, like you said. And like you said, as far as the playoffs, this is a team that that can travel. They have a game that can travel where, mm. if they force turnovers, and they can you know, and they can run the football, and they got a quarterback that can that has a has, and that's and that's accurate, and can make plays, and he got two good. Playmakers and Odell Beckham and uh, J- Jarvis Landry. And Lord knows if they're in third, third and long situations, Baker got bacon can get Jarvis and get them get that 10 yards and gag. Yeah. So, and that's another thing too, where this team can be potentially scary, where they have a game that travels. And I think now. It's it, and you know, this they they've developed what I call their winning formula. Winning.
0: Oh, yeah, most yeah,
1: definitely. So, and, and, and it's, it is about time. I've always I've said, like, for the last two years, Cleveland is probably one the one of the most talented teams on paper in mm-hmm. this league, and now it's finally coming together. Now, like, it it is about damn time.
0: Yeah, I think it's a boss, it's boss of nothing for Baker Mayfield now. I yeah. think, uh. I think definitely is feeling the pressure, but you understand now what you need to be done. And I'm really happy because his OC or is his coach right now um yep. as using him the way they're supposed to. Okay. Yep. We're coming close now to the end of the show. But you know, I gotta say, man, I can't believe that you're wearing a blue, a blue sweater too, just like me. Feels like you know, we talked about that today. For anybody yeah. listening, yeah, we wearing the we same. We call shirt. each
1: other. I we call break. each other. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anyway, what what what's up then for the you handle know, for for the rest of the day over there, man? You know, you you are you going to play ball or what's happening over there, right now?
1: Man, oh, um, great day! Of course, I'm I'm wearing my North, University of North Carolina. Um, we just defeated Virginia Tech, so um, great win for the guys at um, guys at uh, UNC, eighth ranked in the country. Um, just gonna catch some um, some college football for the rest of the day. Uh, we had some upsets. Florida loses, um, and then um, I'm I'm hoping my Carolina Tar Heels crack the top five when the poll is released tomorrow. Okay. Um, then the weekend, then tomorrow. I think tomorrow NFL. NFL. Yeah. My Washington football team uh, plays the Rams, and the Cal Allen Allen era starts in uh, Washington. Uh, yeah. 30th quarterback since 1993. Uh, 30th starting quarterback since 1993. Mm-hmm. So
0: I'm, you know, I'm excited. <laughs> Man, that that that's a lot of sport over there. You know, back here, back here, back here in the UK, I think yeah, we've got we've got a lot of uh, international friendly games just now that goes on. Nice. So um, yeah, there is going to be a lot of football this weekend as well here. Uh, and obviously, you you know, hopefully LeBron close that uh, that you know that game tomorrow against Miami Heat, and then uh, we can celebrate. Maybe call you maybe the next week again so that you can come yeah, back and talk yeah, to me. Can...
1: And recap it, and recap um, it. Either uh, or. Either or, because Lord knows if Miami come back, yeah, we we going to probably have to have an emergency podcast. <laughs> yeah, because if Miami, if Miami pulls it off, then, yeah, we're going to have a Wednesday morning podcast. <laughs>
0: oh, man. I've got a sound issue here. Can you hear me? Right. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Man, can you hear me? I've got a sound issue. I can't hear you here. Really? But anyway, don't worry about that, man. Thank you very much, man. And uh, Anyway, we'll catch up again at some point. okay? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No Always problem, down. Thank, thanks very much, bro. Yes, sir. We'll catch up again. I don't know what's happening here. I'm gonna say later on. Thank you very much, Big Man. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right, man. Take care. No pro.